episode of Younger by the Minute. I'm your host, Jamie Spicer, and I'm with my lovely host, Jennifer Spicer. And we are going to be focusing on some sizzling tips to keep you safe, sexy, and successful this summer. So we got Memorial Day weekend coming up here in a couple of weeks, and I'm sure a lot of people have been working extra hard, or some people might not be working hard at all. You never know on trying to achieve that summer body. And what I find is at the end of something like this, everybody ends up going back to their old habits and excuses that got them started on some type of major cut program or anything in the first place. So what we want to talk about is how do you keep the results that you've obtained through all the hard work that you've done over the last couple of months, weeks, or some people late to the game days. Right. And then in addition to the fitness and nutrition side, we want to talk about the sun, sunlight. You know, there's a lot of misconceptions and people don't really know how to navigate that. But then also what your skincare habits should look like. So you don't ruin, you know, what you've been doing this fall or winter or accumulate more damage that you're going to have to reverse once summer is over. Right. So the first topic we're going to dive into, which is one I always get asked a lot, and I'm sure you get asked frequently a lot too, Jen, is what is the best form of alcohol to drink? All right. And here's the deal, folks. Alcohol, no matter what form it comes from, inhibits your body's ability to burn fat. It makes you go hypo. I don't know if they know what hypo means. It means you crave sugar, which is why we crave junk food and we eat like an animal at two o'clock in the morning. So um, makes you go hypo. And also alcohol becomes your body's main source of energy while you're consuming. So it doesn't matter if you're on keto or it doesn't matter if you're on higher carb, doesn't matter what it is, your body is going to utilize alcohol as energy, which is why if you think back, um, back in the bar days and stuff like that, why were you able to stay up until one, two, three and o'clock in the morning drinking alcohol? Um, was fueling your system up along with the Red Bulls, of course. Well, right. It depends on what you're mixing it with, you know, definitely. So alcohol is a depressant. You know, we can get into logistics. Tequila is actually the only one that's not a depressant, but alcohol is a depressant. In the moment, you feel elevated, but it's actually bringing your system down. So then when you mix it with a stimulant, you're kind of, the effects that it has on your heart and other organs is actually worse. So it's kind of a bad thing to do. Right. And then, you know, of course, alcohol can be worse on the system if you're combining um, high sugar alcohols like whiskey, Jack Daniels with Coke, um, Coca-Cola, phrase that, make that clear, Um, because now you've got a chemical nightmare in the soda and you're mixing it with a high sugar alcohol. Um, Just promoting more fat storage is basically what's going on that side of it. Another thing that occurs too is um, that people don't pay attention to, but you do feel it the next day is dehydration. Yeah. Dehydration, dehydration. And I think the effects of insulin on the pancreas are the two biggest things that it becomes catastrophic and then it becomes cyclical because the next day, a lot of times on a weekend, you know, you're not feeling good. So then you might choose to drink again because hair of the dog when actually it's just more catastrophic. Correct. So, you know, some tips that we can do here is one is, Uh, immediately get to working on restoring your electrolytes in the body. Um, You can use things like um, liquid IV. You can do that the night before. You can do it the morning of. Do that first thing in the morning. If you have access to a sauna, sweat it out. Or you can get outside and do some fasted cardio. 
again, sweat out the toxins, get the poison out, um, and then restore up on your electrolyte blends of magnesium, um, potassium, salt, zinc, zinc. And, you know, a, a big thing that I'm, I'm really going to try to move towards this year is doing mocktails. And mm. I want to be careful with that too, making sure that, you know, whatever I'm drinking that doesn't have alcohol in it, a lot of times is replaced with a lot of excess sugar. So the name of the game is watching that sugar because between alcohol and then whatever you're mixing it with, like you said, sugar is just a detriment to the body. Sugar is, is honestly one of the worst things that you can consume. Correct. And I actually, um, there's a few flavors of some uh, BCAs, branch chain aminos, that I actually like mixing some tequila with. Um, so I make a big pitcher of BCAs along with water, and then I'll sip on that throughout the day. So those do tend to help me with that stuff. Um, and then, as you brought up, is the fact of like sugar. Um, sugar is you know is bad in that side of this that side. But also for those people that experience low blood sugar levels, something that you can do, we actually experienced this with you when you were like really cutting down and going uh, into prep and stuff like that was you can do a mixture of like club soda and Sprite. So you get uh, half the sugar in mm -hmm. of the soda, or you can um, eat some fruit in between some drinks and also hydrate with water in between drinks. Yeah, because what happens is, is the pancreas tries to regulate the sugar levels and the it's the insulin's response to glucose. So you become hypoglycemic and, you know, people that are type one diabetic can learn how to manipulate this. And it's not good when in high school, but then you actually get the reverse the next day because your body's overcompensating. And it's just, it's really hard on the body. And then when you're outside in the sun, even if you're not sweating, even if you're not you know, just being out in the sun is dehydrating you being out in the, in being in water is dehydrating you. So couple that with alcohol, that's dehydrating you because you're not drinking as much water with the environment. You're just super dehydrated and your body's feeling it the next day. And you're going to get extremely bad hangovers and the recovery time is poor. So like you said, with the liquid IVs that helps supplementing with the micronutrients, mm -hmm. making sure you increase water intake and just being aware of what you've done that day. You know, if people are working out outside, you have to increase water even more. Um, it's just, it's a lot, you know, so just being cognizant and trying to be self-aware about how much you're consuming when it comes to alcohol is very important. Correct. You know, and I know that happens like, especially out in Las Vegas, where you have high heat, high humidity, that the point that uh, the, the sweat evaporates off the body before people even realize they're sweating, which is why people de um, dehydrate and pass out like on the strip and stuff like that or by the pools is because of the fact they're, they're sweating and they don't even re realize it because mm -hmm. of the heat. So yeah, sweating along with urinating because, you know, again, you urinate more when you're drinking alcohol um, until the you get dry is, is going to be an issue to really pay attention to. Well, and, you know, you talked about the liquid IVs, something else that people can do, you know, if you're in the St. Louis region or even down in Sarasota, where we go down and travel, we are equipped to do IVs, but there's a lot of places popping up with IVs around here or around wherever people live. So that's always a good idea to try to pregame or postgame right. and just get that system back to where it needs to be. Correct. And then, you know, going back into your nutritional needs, um, one way that I kind of work with clients is usually kind of a protein-based breakfast, a little bit higher in fat, um, get some fruit in to get that liver glycogen levels back up. And then you can hit yourself with some complex carbs. And then throughout the day, what I kind of teach them is to keep the, the waistline trim 
um, from the food bulk is eat um, basically protein and vegetables with some fats. You can do protein and salads, um, and you could, or you could just use some protein with some fruit, and that will keep your blood sugar level steady throughout the day. Um, and then at night, that's typically um, when I'll have them do like a carb up meal, which will help with absorbing some of the alcohol throughout the day. But again, um, gets them to get a hearty meal and before they go to bed, releasing some dopamine and serotonin so they sleep good. So that, that's kind of how I prep my people for how to eat for the day of. And then after the next day, um, we have them use something to help detoxify their liver and kidney and spleen and gallbladder something like triphase detox that will go through and help clean that up. And then again, keep the diet clean to keep the inflammation low on the body. So then on Monday morning, you're not waking up feeling the full effect of your weekend warrior behavior. Right. And talking about that, you know, Dr. Silva makes the triphase. He's a physician that makes the common sense supplements that we carry here. And he even told me because, you know, I have that genetic mutation MTHFR that doesn't allow me to detox properly. So people with these genetic polymorphisms already have a harder time detoxifying. And then you add another insult like alcohol. And then if I'm eating something bad on top of it, my body's just getting overloaded. So I always feel terrible the next day and I'm puffy the next day. He was saying, make sure I drink, you know, distilled. There's certain alcohols that work better for people with certain genetic polymorphisms. In all reality, those alcohols probably work better for everybody because it's less that the body has to do to compensate for that. So making sure that you're choosing healthier things to drink as well. Right. Like we were saying earlier, you know, when you're stacking, Jack Daniels with uh, Coca-Cola, right. you know, it's, it's sugar plus inflammation. So a lot of inflammation is going on there. It's um, vodka plus Red right. Bull, you know, so, the, you know, really watch how much inflammation you're adding by the types of alcohol, a type of alcohol that you're drinking and the mixers that you mix it with. And not only that, cause you were just talking about nutrition, meaning like, what am I choosing to have on my salad for addressing or what it, you know, just being smart about my choices, having whole foods versus protein bars or protein shakes, you know, if it's something quick, cause I don't know about you, but in the summer I'm either starving or I'm not hungry at all. It, there's a, it's really hard for me to manage my appetite there. So, you know, if we're going to cookouts and stuff and there's bad stuff there, then it's another insult to the body. Right. And it's, it's funny that you brought up protein bars. You know, I know they're a, a quick snack to go to, but a majority, actually, I'll just call it out and say every protein bar that I've ever ate blows me up like a tick. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, I'm a hot air balloon afterwards. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of protein bars. Doesn't mean I don't eat them, but they're very rare that I do. And I definitely do not eat them on a day where I'm trying to keep my waistline tight. Um, instead, what I'll do is I'll mix, um, put some protein in some Ziploc bags, or I'll make, take some protein, put them in multiple shaker cups with no water. And then when I need to drink them, then I'll mix them with water. And then I'll have on hand some almonds or some cashews, or I'll have some fruit on hand that I can eat along with of that. Well, and let's talk about that. Cause we were, you know, on the phone this morning with someone and a lot of people, like I used to love protein shakes because it was easy. And I'll just be honest. It's a, it's a, for me, I'm not saying this for everybody because you have to do what you can. It's a lazier way for me to, for me to food prep. It's me finding a shortcut, but when you just drink your meal, it doesn't do, it doesn't have the same chemical response in the body. You actually have to chew. You have to masticate because then that sends signals to the brain to start working on digestion and things like that. So when you have a shake, it's always best to have it. Like you said, with a fruit, 
some almonds, something that pairs well with it. So you're getting your protein source, but you're still eating from what your brain's thinking. So you're actually burning more calories Correct. and absorbing it better. 100%. You know, the, the fact is, is, you know, when you're stuck in a bind is, or a shake is a shake of the ideal situation in a bind. Yes. Because the alternative is either a, you don't eat at all. And then you end up waiting so long that you end up binge eating on something, or you just don't eat up, end up eating anything. And now you're in such a deficit that you're, that your body's starving at that point. So, but again, like adding in something solid to that meal um, into a shake makes it more of a complete meal. So you have okay. your protein source, you either have a fat source with a light carb, or you're a little bit heavier on the carb source with a little bit lighter on the fat source. But, you know, you want to make it make it a complete meal by having all three macros, protein, carbs, and fats involved in that. Okay. That, and that's good. I mean, like that, that was a game changer. And, you know, with the protein bars, for me, it's the sugar alcohols, because again, you know, maybe when I was 20, I probably could have eaten them and been fine. But as I've gotten older and that this is with everyone, our toxic load starts to build up. So your genes and things like that are going to start, you're going to feel the effects, which is also why when I was 21, I didn't have hangovers. And now I feel like I'm dying for a week. So right. to me, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. always. <laughs> and right. when I do drink, I drink differently than I used to. Right. Um, and one more thing is like, I have yet to find an, uh, a restaurant that has not had chicken or like a burger. So you can order like a chicken sandwich or a burger, just remove the bun. You can add a side salad to it instead of eating fries. Um, you can order some side fruit and store it fr instead of fries. Um, you could order a potato or sweet potato plain to the side and eat half of it. So there are definitely ways you can clean that meal up. So the excuse of, well, it's a bar menu, so I'm just going to eat whatever. That's not an excuse no more. Well, and I mean, you know, we talked about this when I traveled. I mean, I, I had to get a burger and I had to do it without a bun. Now, did I want the bun? Of course I wanted the bun, but what did I want more? I wanted to feel better and have my brain the next day. So, you know, it's every, we all have choices and we can make different choices. And that's just the truth. I mean, we all have a different genetic makeup. You know, your, your toxic load might reach its peak easier or slower than mine. So we just have to know our bodies and become self-aware. And I think that's why the plans here at precision work really well. And you do work nationally with people. It, you know, it's not like you have to be in St. Louis to have Jamie or any one of our staff members coach you, but you do an elimination diet. You start to learn the body and things are done precisely and with precision for each patient. So they know their own triggers, you know, like yesterday we started putting potatoes back in. You cannot have potatoes. Nope. You blew up. So, you know, that's just something to think about when going into summer. Right. Now let's talk about some skincare. Cause this is your side of, <laughs> over there. Um, I know there's one peptide that you love. Um, I like a lot too. Well, yeah, go ahead. And that would be melanotan. Yeah. I love melanotan. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful peptide, but basically what it, what it's going to help you do is it's going to help with sleep. It's also going to help with insulin sensitivity um, and also it's going to help increase your melatonin levels in you, in your body. So you get a little bit darker, richer tan. Well, yes. Right? Let's get so, the no, scientific no, no. Yeah, side. I was like, let me take over here. It's not <laughs> melatonin. No, it's melanocytes. So melanocytes is what makes people have pigment and fun fact, we are all born with the same amount of melanocytes. It's our genetics that determine what's going to express differently in others. So 
I'm a very fair, you know, Northern European of Northern European descent mostly. And I have the exact same melanocytes as someone that would be from Africa or a more pigmented area of the country, but my genetics only allow for certain ones to express. With that being said, I do not produce I don't produce more melanocytes in the sun. I burn in that those are my genetics. And so what melanotan helped me with is when we went to the Virgin islands last year, I was able to be on a boat wearing sunscreen and feeling more protected because I was able to build up a barrier without having to use UVA or UVB rays, which is, those are the damaging things. Those are the things that are going to cause inflammation and lead to skin cancer. And honestly, it doesn't matter how long I would have laid in the sun. I would have never gotten tan. And I did. And that was amazing for me. I want to be very clear that if someone is not getting regular checkups from a derm, then they, they need to do that prior to doing the melanotan because it is making melanin produce. And you want to make sure you don't have any skin cancer lying around. And that's really the biggest thing with any of the peptides, because peptides are a really fun, safe way to help improve certain things, um, help your body produce its own hormones itself, just by triggering it. Like for example, CJC apromorelin helps you produce your own growth hormone. It doesn't shut it down, but you want to make sure that you don't have any active growing cancer. That's really the only, you know, contraindication with any of the peptides that we offer, um, minus a few others, but I don't want to get into it, but and where do you get those from? Well, the best place to get them from is from a, a compounding pharmacy that, right. you know, cause you can buy them online, but when they're sold online, you don't know what you're getting. They're not FDA controlled. They're not regulated. And so the best way to do it is go through a physician or a nurse practitioner and get them through a pharmacy. Right. Yeah. 90, about 99% of the ones on the market are either underdosed or fake. Okay. So, well, and, and I mean, it does help your quality of sleep. There, there is a, you know, pathophysiological response to that. And it actually has to do with sunlight. And as we've talked about before on the show, something that Dr. Becky taught me about is you do want to go outside without sunscreen on for a certain period of time, depending on what your sun factor chart is. And I'll go through that in here in a minute. So you guys can understand how to dose that, figure that out for yourself, but you want to go outside without sun, sunglasses on because sunglasses actually trick your brain into thinking that you're not in direct sunlight. And sunlight's really important for circadian rhythms. You know, it's going to help um, with the absorption of vitamin D conversion. And then also the melatonin stimulating hormone response, which is important for circadian rhythms. So there's your melatonin part there. It's really important for us to get good quality of sleep by getting sun exposure during the day. And if we just think about what our ancestors went through, they worked by the sun. And once it was dark, they stopped working. We're in artificial light all the time. So our circadian rhythms start to become affected. Right. Now you had mentioned the fact of being out in the sun temporarily without sunscreen. I've also heard being outside without sunglasses. Yes. That's yeah. Because otherwise your brain doesn't realize that you're outside. And that's something I just newly learned. Right. Um, as far as being outside without sunscreen. So it's about repeated, you know, a repeated injury, the areas that get the most sun exposure are your face, neck, hands, arms, you know, the, the things that are out all of the time because the rest is covered with clothes. So that is why you usually have the most sun damage on the more exposed parts of the body. The rest of your body can tolerate some sun exposure without sunscreen. Everybody, there's a sun factor chart. You can actually Google it and everybody has their own, you know, number. So basically for me, if I went outside without sunscreen on, I would take however many minutes or hours that is for me to burn. So for me, it's probably like 10 to 15 minutes 
for you, it's much longer because you genetically have more melanin expressing. You take that number. So let's just say 10. So it's easy for me. I'm going to use an SPF of 30. I multiply 10 by 30. And then that's how many minutes I get in the sun before I have to reapply. So you can take whatever sunscreen you have and figure out if it's a 50, it's a, if it's a 15, if it's a 30 multiply, but whatever your burn rate is, and then you have the amount of time that you have to reapply. You could set a, you know, a timer. So you don't forget because that's where people do forget. And there are a variety of sunscreens. We're actually going to have a sunscreen event day. It's on um, May 24th. You can call in or come in to buy and purchase sunscreens. We're going to be releasing that here either today or tomorrow, the um, details on that, but we can color match you. We can put you in the woods lamp, which is going to show how, however much sunscreen you, however much sun damage you have. And we can make a plan based on that, but it's really important to make sure that you're reapplying and you're using sunscreen that has zinc or titanium dioxide. Now, are there any skincare services that you shouldn't be doing during the summer? Yeah. I mean, obviously you don't want to be doing anything that's going to make you more sensitive to light. So that's why things like IPL or intense pulse light, deep chemical peels, even skincare that has retinols or too much alpha hydroxy acids, anything that's going to make you more sensitive to light, you don't want to use and then go into light because you're just going to actually make whatever it is that you're trying to clear up worse. So I recommend, you know, keeping on a skincare regimen, but having a professional help you, you definitely want your skin to be hydrated in the summer, whether that's with a hyaluronic acid. So it's not too greasy or too heavy. You want to make sure that you're using the right sunscreen. You have to be using a vitamin C serum because you're not fully protected from the sun, unless you're using vitamin C as an antioxidant combined with sunscreen, because it's not just the sun's light that damages us. It's also the heat, the the infrared radiation, and you want to make sure that you're still doing your monthly facials. They just need to be changing what they're using in the facial. So nothing too crazy as far as exfoliation. Um, and then, you know, make sure that you're wearing some protectant clothing and stuff like that and wear a hat. Cool. Now, I know we're pretty close to Memorial Day weekend here um, and summer, but is there anything in this short time frame that people could do to start prepping their skin for summer? Like, is there like a hydrogel or hydro cream or something like that. I think right now with the weather change, it's a really good time for people to, to change up what they're using from like a very aggressive alpha hydroxy acid to a hyaluronic acid, um, making sure that they're using a vitamin C serum. And then also starting to prep, like you could use the melanotan, you know, it is an injection or start using like, um, a sun, what am I trying to think of like a spray tan, but, or like a mousse, like a we, o- we yeah. offer a really good mousse and they can start prepping their body that way because it does help. Right. Good. All right. So that is our episode today. Um, we find, we hope we found that information helpful. I'm prepping you for uh, summer coming up. Stay tuned for more summer tips that we got coming going on and everything else we're going to discuss on younger by the minute. Yeah. And if you guys want to follow our you know, brick and mortar businesses, IG and Facebook, which is Precision Fitness and Medical Spa. We have all these tips on there circulating. If you have any questions, you can also find Jamie and I on Instagram or Facebook at the Jamie Spicer and the Jennifer Spicer. We'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you might have because everybody's case is a little different, but we hope you enjoyed this and we, you got something out of it and we appreciate you listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll do it,